0: Join our group mentoring calls every Saturday at 9 a.m. Pacific. You can find it on my website at time.com. Now on with the show. Good evening, folks. How are you doing today? Michael Zuber. Thursday, July 22nd. I almost said it was August. Boy, fast forwarding a little bit. Yes, July 22nd. It is Thursday. That's why we do this show at 7 a.m. If you don't know, we do this daily financial show seven days a week. But on Thursdays we make an exception. Uh, We do it at 7 a.m. because we talk to one of our multimillionaires and experts at 7:30. So I'd rather get this video done early for you. A couple of quick things to shout out. Yesterday I had a follow-up discussion about Airbnb. Uh, I had a discussion with Anna Kelly, who has several luxury Airbnbs, and we talked about how to do it right, how to be careful. Uh, I am under the impression that uh, Airbnb right now is one of those things that is becoming a bubble. Uh, I am seeing lots of new investors see the success of other operators and they are running into the market. But what I am seeing is they are going into B and C areas that will likely not produce the returns that are expected in 18 to 24 months. So What I'm doing now is I'm calling out a potential bubble that I see forming. I do see it running for another year or so uh, with the demand for local travel. Uh, But be careful. Uh, Make sure you watch Anna Kelly, who has several luxury Airbnbs, and talk about the do's and don'ts. And then yesterday, I did a live stream that I was very excited about in the afternoon. I don't normally do afternoon sessions. Uh, However, uh, we got some forbearance numbers, and they are ugly. They are ugly for anyone who believed the talking heads on YouTube who have little to no real estate experience. If you think back a year or so, they were all telling you that this big wave of foreclosures and short sales and deeds and lose and all of these things were coming. And I tried to push back against that wave, but it was hard. Negativity sells and lots of people were watching them. But I just wanted to go over with you how ugly the forbearance numbers are for those supposed YouTube experts. First and foremost, 23.2% of all folks in forbearance never missed a payment. As I told you back at the beginning, it was frankly very easy to become part of the program. All you had to do was log into a website, check a box, and you were in the program. Again, 23.2% of people in forbearance never missed a payment. 28%, so just over a quarter of folks are already out of the forbearance and they had something, some parts of their loan deferred. Remember, as an experienced real estate investor, somebody looks at the market every day, I told you the difference between this time and last time was stark and banks were not going to repeat the mistake. Last time the word was strategic default. Banks were not easy to deal with. So borrowers said, forget it, take the house, strategic default. Today, banks said, you know what? We're not doing that again. We're going to do avoidable foreclosures. And 28% of the folks in forbearance had some kind of loan deferred, moved it out to the second, changed the term, things of that nature. Again, not a foreclosure, not a deed in loom. 15.7% of folks in forbearance were making at least partial payments. Partial payments could have been interest only every other month, something like that. But the banks did not flag their account. They are now in good standing and paying going forward. 13.5%, 13.5% caught up. That means they came out of forbearance and they cut a big check. Think about it. You went into forbearance. You didn't make your payments. You never lost your job. You never went in on vacation. You had the money. You wrote a check. 13.5% of the people caught up. Uh, 10.7 folk, 10.7% of the folks in forbearance got a loan modification. Rate and term, 40-year mortgage, lower interest rates. The banks worked with the borrowers to do something to make the payment worth it. They don't want the house. of people in forbearance paid off the loan. Now, you might be asking how they did that. They could have sold the property or they could have done a refinance. Now, here's the number. Here's the big scary number that all these people were talking about. 1.5% of the people in forbearance essentially lost their home either via a short sale or a deed and loot. I told you, these these folks don't know what they're talking about. And just so we can do some math together, the peak of the people in forbearance that I saw was 4.2 million folks. We take that times 1.5. That means a whopping 63,000 homes are going to be lost to short sale or deed and loot. That is a drop in the bucket when you think about all the cities all the states, timelines, things of that nature. The thing that gets me excited about all of this is what I've been preaching with one rental at a time is to now is the time to do the work. While I've never called for a crash, I am calling for a slowdown. Real estate is slowing down right now. Inventory is building. Buyers are taking the summer off. If you are a real estate investor, now is the time to do the work and look that motivated seller. I was going to do this at the end, but I will do it right now. Uh, I just saw this in our private Facebook group. If you don't know when you buy the course below, how to get started one rental at a time, you get added or you can be added if you'd like to an amazing Facebook group. Just in the Facebook group this morning, I read doing the work daily. My buy box used to have 80 now has 150. My buy box now has new listings every day versus several a week. We are seeing price drops of 10 to 15,000. Junk is sitting just like Michael said it would. Folks, this this is the time. I've only seen a couple of times in 20 years where the investor, if you do the work, you can uncover motivated sellers. It's hard, it's not easy. Motivated sellers just don't wave their hand, but folks that are doing the work in the course are finding and making deals. The last thing I want to call out is follow up. One of my students was in second place for a deal they really wanted. The first buyer backed out, fell out. Follow up. If you're a second or you want the deal, it's not closed until it's closed. Do the work. Follow up. This is the time to be an investor. You, you This is magical. You still have the benefit of low 30-year fixed-rate mortgage, you have your owner occupants, which I track and they are our competition, retreating, but yet there are sellers that want to sell. Maybe they want to sell to avoid tax changes. Maybe they want to sell because they got a new job. Who cares why? Do the work, go find them, make good or great deals. But you gotta do the work. You gotta do the work. Sorry, a little preachy there, but I'm just real, I'm just really excited by what I see coming in the next six months. And many of you are going to get good or great deals because you do the work that's in the course. So let's talk about earnings. Earnings was the big call of the week. Uh, We got uh, kind of a mixed bag today. We got Texas Instruments beat top and bottom, but gave very weak guidance. Uh, Again, as we talked about on Sunday, I didn't care about Q2. I expect everybody in Q2 to have a good quarter. It's kind of the, the record quarter. I want to know about the second half. Texas Instruments, no bueno, no good, not not a weak weak quarter. Netgear, Netgear, another tech company, missed earnings top and bottom, and gave weak guidance. Folks, are we seeing a trend yet? Uh, they did blame supply chain because it's never a company's fault. Unilever beat top and bottom. And what did I talk about on Sunday? I said we're going to look at the second half and inflation. Unilever is like. Dude, these commodity prices are nuts. We're going to lose. We're going to make less money. Right now, what I'm seeing in Unilever's report is they are choosing to absorb the cost in gross margin. Uh, I expect them to reconsider that decision in Q3, uh, and they will be raising prices like others are doing already. Think Coca-Cola yesterday, right? Coca-Cola said, "Dude, aluminum's more expensive. The commodities in the." in what goes into a soda more expensive. We're raising prices. Whirlpool. This one was interesting. It beat top and bottom and raised, right? They see strong consumer demand heading uh, into the second half. I don't know. When I think of Whirlpool in comparison to Sleep Number and uh, Harley-Davidson, again, all kind of all kind of uh k-shape recovery right the top of the k-shape all consumer luxuries although whirlpool kind of mixed bag but i don't know i think i think the top end of the k-shape is not as strong maybe as whirlpool is saying dr horton beat top and bottom and raised but their stock got hit this morning i need to look into that one i'm not sure they may have said something in their earnings call that i missed this morning crocs Beat top and bottom and seeing strong global demand. Good for them. Uh, Las Vegas Sands. Ooh, missed top and bottom, uh, but they are trying to sing a good song. Uh, confident in the rebound of travel. Uh, also, I just saw that Las Vegas has reinstituted masks for employees, not for tourists. Um, so I thought that was interesting. They want to stay open domino's pizza man domino's is having a run right domino's same store sales get this folks it's up 19.6 percent from 2019 that is impressive uh domino's was one of the darlings of 2020 Uh, they are up 3.5 percent from um 2020 something else i saw i don't know if you are aware of this canada canada's mortgage market very different than the u.s they don't have 30 year fixed uh, I believe their terms are mainly 25. And most importantly, when you default in Canada, it is my understanding that you are individually um, on the hook, uh, unlike the U.S. where you kind of write off the debt, I think, in most cases. Uh, it looks like Canada has gone the zero down mortgage path or even cash back. Uh, I'm going to have to dig into this a little more. If you are a viewer from Canada, I want to hear from you you have any articles that talk about the lending difference, Canada housing market has been on fire. I think only New Zealand is a hotter market over the last decade. Uh, So yeah, it looks like like Canada might be dipping their toe into uh, risky mortgages that ultimately bit the US in the butt, what, 12, 15 years ago. So be careful. A couple other things. uh, Again, I'm excited because we have been calling this, and it's right in front of us right now. The housing slowdown is real. Now is the time to do the work. Every market is different. Some of you are in bubble markets, and you should wait. Some of you are in markets that make sense now. Go find a good or great deal. I don't know your market. In 2020, everything was a good deal. I told you rents would go up, values would go up, everything nationally. Now we're at an interesting time. We've had some some secondary tertiary markets run hot, kind of expensive, but we do have inventory coming in bigger cities and we have rents racing higher. This is the time. And don't forget, we've got hedge funds in deep pockets doing build for rent and creating $5 billion funds. Let them increase your family's net worth. We can be upset about this outside capital coming in, or we can do the work and we can get in and watch all the tides rise. Now is the time to change your financial future. Do the work. Don't guess. Do the work. Uh, so again, mortgage application, this is all of what housing slowdown is happening right now, just like I said, Would Mortgage apps down 3%. They're down 23.8% from last year. Sales down 5% month on month, down 7% year on year. New listings are up 4%, just like I told you. Uh, Supply is coming. Demand is shrinking. Now is the time to look for motivated sellers. I don't know if you saw this, but it looks like the lovely governor of California is inviting the world's homeless to California. Yes, I said that out loud. I can't believe I said that. He is out preaching uh, that you know the California dream is real, and uh, the homeless should come here. Uh, he is really happy about spending our surplus, our once-in-a-generation surplus, on pet projects instead of fixing our freeways, adding rail and other things to help our infrastructure. Uh, yeah, you can't make this stuff up, folks. I'm uh, I'm so glad that uh, he is going to get um, that the recall is happening. I don't expect him to lose we're just so deep blue here. But damn, he is doing some bad things. Then we have the fact that the rest of the world is starting to raise interest rate. It is kind of second and third tier countries. Uh, When you think about the big ones, it's US, ECB, and Japan. They're all clearly on hold. But we do have Brazil, Russia, Mexico, Czech, Hungary already raising interest rates. This just tells me that we've seen the bottom. And most countries, if not all, will be raising sometime in the near future. And again, of course, something I talked about two weeks ago, the debt ceiling is going to become a hotter conversation. Uh, I frankly expect it to be resolved by the Democrats just shoving it through versus budget reconciliation, but it is going to be talked about more and more. And then finally, it is Thursday, so we should talk about jobless claims. Jobless claims were expected to be three hundred and fifty. They uh, exceeded expectations at 419, and, and last week I think was raised by like eight eight grand or something. So again, we want to see jobless claims trend down, kind of ideally below 300,000. We kind of be in line with pre-crisis, uh, but last week we did bump up. It'll be interesting to see where that was, um, because you know we were on a pretty good downward trend. This is a you know that's a 10% 15% move to the higher so. Something to watch for, again, one data point is not interesting. We look for trends. Uh, we will see if that uh, accelerates next week and that might be a problem. So again, folks, it's Thursday. You know what that means? We got Jonathan Twomley uh, up at 7:30, and we also have Dion from Dion Talk at 12:30. So lots of fun to, lots of fun going on today. Um, yeah, do the work, folks. The housing slowdown is real. No crash coming. Forbearance isn't this big bugaboo that's supposed to scare you. 1.5% or 63,000 homes. It's a drop in the bucket. Do the work, do the work, do the work. Bye.